Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Is the hamster on the phone? We're going to talk to him because, yeah, it is, uh, of course, uh, Thanksgiving there tomorrow. It means there's three NFL games. Uh, Simon, good morning. How are you, mate? G'day, Ricardo. Good to speak to you. Yeah, Happy good Thanksgiving. S- yeah, and you, mate, and you. Uh, I mean, something we don't obviously celebrate here. How Just how big <laughs> is that in, in, the, in the US, you know, when you put it next to, say, Christmas and Halloween and Easter and all those other holidays? Well, it's my favourite uh, out of the holidays. I think it's it's fun. It's, you know, the weather's starting to get colder over here. Um, everyone comes together. We cook a whole bunch of food. I'm, I'm hanging out with a couple of other Kiwis uh, tomorrow, and we're, you know, cooking a turkey, cooking a lamb. Uh, cooking some pies up, um, you know, a whole bunch of food. And then, and then we'll be watching a whole bunch of NFL as well. So uh, it's a, always, a, always a good um, a good social occasion. Yeah, mate, that sounds good. Sound, sound, you know, anytime that there's uh, lots of food and lots of football involved, you can't complain. I did see somebody exactly. uh, suggesting, and I can't try to remember what they called it now, um, it, was a, it was basically it was a turkey but stuffed with an octopus and they'd left all the tentacles hanging out the back. Um, I, I, don't know, I don't know how you'd go with that. I haven't heard of that, and I, I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm open to trying new things, but um, maybe uh, I'd steer clear of uh, that. Um, <laughs> that contraption. Yeah, be interesting to see how that that comes out of the oven, though. Yeah, it would be. It would be. I'd, uh, I'd be be all about that, mate. Be all about that. Try, try new things, mate. Try new things. That's what it's all about. Exactly. Now we've got exactly. uh, a triple header tomorrow. Um, the Bills with the uh, against the Lions to start, and the Lions have. And I, at the beginning of the season, I thought the Lions looked like they might give a few teams a, um, a, a problem. And I've thought that about the Lions before, and then they've completely, you know, they've, they've gone close in a couple of games, lost a few by sort of under sevens, and then just been blown out and absolutely done nothing all season. And I thought that was the way this season was going to go, but a couple of big wins for them in the last couple of weeks. Uh, do you reckon they've got enough to give the Bills some problems in Detroit? Yeah, I mean, certainly the Bills are, are, are the favourites. Um, but look, this this um, Lions side is, is is fun to watch. They're, they're coming right at the, the right time. They won three in a row now to, to be four and six. They're not going to win the NFC North, but suddenly you start looking at them as a, a potential outside wildcard match because if they could somehow sneak a win uh, against the Bills this weekend um, tomorrow, after that, they've, they've, they've got a schedule that which becomes quite winnable. They've got the Jags, the, the Jets, the Panthers, the Bears, uh, and the Packers again, and, the, and a match against the Vikings as well. So there's a few games in there that are that are winnable. 
And, you know, look, they've, they've got their top draft pick, Jamison Williams, the wide receiver. He's due back in the next week or two. So so he's going to bolster their, their already quite potent offense. Um, and, I, and I think this Lions side is, is starting to show some signs that they're, they're a competitive team. And I think the best thing about them is they're also fun to watch. You know, they're regularly putting up 30 points in games. Their, their defense is a bit weak, and so they're, they're susceptible to, uh, to a few blowouts. But it does often mean high-scoring games with the Lions are involved. And I think... Coming up against a Bills team, um, which is equally potent on offense, um, we could uh, be in for, for quite a high-scoring one tomorrow. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And you, you mentioned a, a suspect to a few blowouts. Uh, I was looking at the standings, and the Vikings are 8-2, and two, right? So they've won 8, lost 2, but their points differential is minus 2. Talk about being blown out. Yeah, I know. Crazy. I mean, that's what one, you know, this NFL season is so tough, so close. I and mean, if you have one forty to 3 loss uh, or thrashing, as the Vikings had last week against the Cowboys, you're right. Suddenly a nation two team can have a minus points differential, which is quite staggering. But they'll come up against the Patriots side um, tomorrow night, um, which is going to be a tough matchup for them. The Patriots are, are coming into form at the right time. The defense that Bill Belichick is, is running out up there in New England is, is just so hard to get anything done against. I, I know the, the Jets obviously struggled uh, big time last weekend in a, in a 10-3 loss to the, to the Patriots. And, and the Patriots are 6-4. and four. They've got stuff to play for now, and, and I, I quite like them in this matchup. Um, for me, it's you know similar this, this Viking side coming up against a stern defense like they did against the Cowboys last week, uh, and so I fancy the Patriots to to potentially to get uh, the upset here. Yeah, okay, I'm looking forward to that. And of course, in in between, we've got uh, you know sort of AFC um, AFC East versus NFC North uh, matchups there, and sandwiched in the middle is another any of. Uh, East matchup between the Giants and the Cowboys, uh, two teams who are locked on seven and three behind two games behind the Eagles. I mean, this could potentially be season defining for both teams. Uh, a win here, and, and you and you get the break over a divisional rival, a loss, and and maybe you're just out on the outer when it comes to that wild card race. Yeah, I, I think you're, you're you're right, and I think the Cowboys will be uh, favourites for this. Obviously, they're coming off a, a massive one of the Vikings that that you just mentioned. Um, I think they're just looking a little bit better than than the Giants. I know they've got the same record, but I think. You know, you talk about points differentials. You know, the Giants is plus one for a seven and three team. Mm. Uh, the Cowboys is, is sort of closer to plus seventy. So I think they're, you know, obviously with a big one, um, making up for a lot of that. But I think the Cowboys look, look really strong. Uh, their defense is, is is fantastic with Mika Parsons there. The the offense is, is you know hitting hitting all the right form with Dak Prescott now back and fully fit and then Ceedee Lamb there. Uh, Tony Pollard's giving you know them two running back options with Zeke Elliott as well. I think the Cowboys are, are starting to hit form at the right time. I think they're a real team to watch down the stretch. And I think the Giants, on the other hand, I think are perhaps starting to to get found out a little bit. I think they're a team that you know is is good and they've been they've been well coached, but they've probably overperformed so far this year. And I I do wonder you know I lost to Detroit last weekend, which is a game that uh, you know a seven and three team should be able to win, but. Uh, I do think the the Giants will probably come up second best against the Cowboys here. Yeah, all right, mate. Uh, before we move on from the NFL, there is one game on Monday that I, I just want to touch on: the Chiefs at home to the Rams. Um, the defending Super Bowl champions are three and seven. Can the will the Chiefs put them out of their misery this weekend? Oh yeah, yeah. I think the Rams are, are done and dusted for the year. Um, I think you know Cooper Cup's out for the rest of the year now. I, I saw they uh, they waived their. Um, 
running back Daryl Henderson. Uh, so he's he's going to be a free agent shortly. Uh, I saw their backup quarterbacks getting a lot more first team reps at training. So there, there's a chance perhaps they they just at some point sit Matt Stafford and, and try and get him fully fit for next season. But I think the the Rams are, are pretty much uh, in you know next season mode now, and it's a shame for them actually because they they traded away all their draft picks to you know their future draft picks to, to put out a Super Bowl winner last year, and they won the Super Bowl. So it's it's hard to argue against that, but it does mean that if they they bottom out and, and end up with you know what would have been a top five pick, um, that they're going to be sending that pick somewhere else. So. Um, but nonetheless, they've still got you know the bones of a good team. It's just been a, a tough year for the Rams, and so I think they're, they're pretty close to to rebuilding and, and, and going into next year. But I think this Chiefs side is, is in scintillating form at the moment and, and should comfortably win that one. Yeah, all right, mate. Uh, now we should talk about a couple other things. Um, one of those is I was going to say you rubbing shoulders with it. It's probably not accurate. Uh, you you rubbing shoulder to elbow with Stephen Adams. Um, how was that? Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. So me and uh, a mate of mine, Kiwi mate, that, that hosts the 3rd and 5 podcast with, um, went along to the Grizzlies-Nets game at, at Barclays Centre in Brooklyn the other night. And my, my mate was uh, very keen to to get his Memphis Grizzlies Stephen Adams jersey signed by the big man. So he even bought a New Zealand flag along with him and, and sort of hung that down the, the bottom row to try and get Adam's attention during the warm-ups and Adam's looked stoked when he saw it he sort of you know pointed it gave it a massive wave sort of indicated he'd be over in a couple of minutes when he was he was done what he was doing and, and sure enough he, he wandered over um you know shook both of our hands had a little yarn to us both um thanked us for coming unfortunately Barclays Centre Security didn't let us bring in any pens and so they um they confiscated uh, James, my friend's pens, and and so there were no pens to to sign the jersey with. But uh, the Grizzlies social media team were there, and they uh, they took a couple of nice photos um, and and put them on the the Grizzlies Twitter page. And so um, it was cool. And and Adams went out and had a good game. The the Grizzlies lost, but Adams put up a double double and was in uh, in good form. Yeah, oh, that's great, mate. It's a it's a great story. Uh, yeah, it baffles me. We could we could go into it why American security will take a pen off you, but you could wander in anywhere with a gun. But uh, that's a, that's a whole other story. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not allowed to graffiti the walls, but you are allowed to you know defend yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Indeed. Um, uh, just before we let you go, mate, um, how big is the FIFA World Cup in New York at the moment? The USA face uh, the Poms this weekend. Uh, how much attention is that getting? Yeah, it's it's big. Um, but I think you know, soccer as they as they call it over here is is it continues to to grow. Um, you know, I think Americans are re- really tuned into their team. The the US national team, both the women's, um, well, the women's in particular is, you know, one of the best in the world, as, as New Zealand will see next year at the Women's World Cup. But uh, the men's team as well is, is growing and is becoming more and more competitive as well. Uh, and, and there's a lot of excitement around this team. And I think come Friday when they play England, it's a 2 p.m. kickoff over here in New York. And so I think, you know, on a long weekend when most people won't be working, the, the pubs will be full. Uh, there'll be There's a lot of expat English folk over here and there's Obviously, a lot of people interested in the, the USA team. So I think the pubs are going to be full. There's going to be a, a great atmosphere around. And, and people are really, really tuned into this World Cup. They obviously know that the, the Men's World Cup is coming in 2026 as well to America. And, and so I think there's a, a lot of excitement around this this US team and uh, following the World Cup as a whole. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they go. Harry Kane in doubt for the Poms with an ankle injury. Uh, and, you know, there's a stat that, that floats around, no doubt you're aware of. England have never beaten the United States at a World Cup. They've played twice. They've lost one and drawn one. So, uh, you know, the US have got the wood on them. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't hate the the idea of you know. I think this USA team is 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 underrated a little bit. They've they've got some serious young talent there with you know Pulisic and and Rayner and um, a lot of other guys that are that are you know potentially could be household European football names um, over the next few years, uh, if if not already. In the case of someone like Pulisic, but. Um, yeah, I, I like the, the chances of uh, the USA with a bit of momentum and, and that sort of knowledge that, that they'll always get up for a game against England as well um, to, to potentially get a win um, or, or, or at the very least a draw in this game. It, it certainly is a, is a game that I could see going uh, in all three directions. Yeah, I think it's just a pity they've got a couple of cloggers in the central defence and uh, uh, Tim Reeman. Could he be any better named Walker Zimmerframe? Well, Zimmerman, but I always <laughs> think Zimmerframe when I hear his first name is Walker and he's, you know... It's just a bit of a clogger. He, he could never be fast with a name like that, could he? <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, no. Uh, good stuff, mate. Have a good uh, Thanksgiving. Enjoy your feast and enjoy that, uh, you know, being glued to the couch for three NFL games back-to-back. And thanks for uh, giving us some time, mate, and uh, keep up the good work on the 3rd and 5 podcast, eh? Thanks, Ricardo, mate. We'll talk soon. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.